0: It's it's recording.
1: Oh, we're in? Yep. All right. This is the special Turkey Day. The Turkey Day. Hi. <laughs> hey, hi, it's Turkey Day. Hey, be thankful
0: for something. Be thankful. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I think my wife's like, you should do a thankful one. And I'm like, no, people should just be thankful every day, not just on Turkey Day. Are you
1: breathing? Yes. Okay, you're welcome.
0: Thank you, Jesus, for letting me breathe. All right. So, it is the... Thanksgiving Day, super extravaganza Bible study. What other words can we use? Um, Bible study. I think you hit all the fireworks, good. fireworks, explosion. explosion, explosion. Yeah. Episode. Part one. <clears throat> part. <laughs> part Uno. Part one. So of one. basically, we know everybody's gonna be doing Thanksgiving today, so, and might miss out on you know listening to the podcast so basically what we want to do and i think this is kind of important we got a few under our belt so we kind of have an idea of what we're doing um is first off we'll hit with you know how we study our bible and then ways to study your bible ways to mark your bible if you want to do that um and then you know how to follow along on with this podcast yeah i was doing some weird arm I thing i was they, trying to follow they, that like, they still can yes kung fu i'm a i'm a hands guy like i run around like point at things with my hands <laughs> i don't
1: know i do the same thing my wife makes fun of me for it all the time actually yeah.
0: so yeah matt dude I, I think it's i think it's important for the people to know you know so i'm i'm a new guy Oop, new christian i don't know what i'm doing i found these two guys that you know, possibly multiple dudes who, you know, get together at a Bible study or I have a Bible study at church and they, they put out some verses for next week. And I'm just trying to figure it all out. I've been there. Uh, and then you like search. So, so then I go and I search, you know, ways to study the Bible. And I, I find all these chicks on Instagram and TikTok that like, use 15 different highlighters and each highlighter means a different thing. And the whole thing's like this big coloring book. And I, I, I don't want to do that's that
1: too much for me. Yeah, yeah. Too
0: much. Like I, I see, you know, I'm in church and I look over at somebody else's Bible and they got stuff written down and I'm like, what, what are you writing on your Bible for? I like, I don't understand. Like, what am I doing? So this is, this is, if that's you, or if you already do like one of those things and you want to hear like another way of like another method then here we go. This is this is what I do. I'll go first, and then Matt can go second, and then we'll probably talk about some other things. It'll it'll evolve. Yeah, it'll evolve naturally. It's called ad lib. People get with the times. <laughs> All right. So me, John. I uh, so what I end up doing is um, since we started this. Bible study, I have started reading the Bible in a way to to which that I can put it out to people. Like if somebody asked me, I don't go through it asking for myself. I do. So the first time I go through it, I'm like, I read it, understand it. Okay, this is what's going on. Then my next time I go through is I break it down. What does this section mean to me? And, and like I said, I'm using the Every Man's Bible. So it's broken into sections like every other Bible is. So I look at the sections and I say, okay, this is what that section means to me. And I write that down. So the cool thing is I have an iPad. And it's not cool that I have an iPad. I'm not not trying
1: to, (laughs) I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm not trying to brag or
0: anything, but I have an iPad. And then on the iPad, I have good notes. It's called, it's an app, good notes. And what's neat about that is, and if you have a, a, just a regular lined notebook, it's, it's fine. Same, same. Right. But what's cool about that is if somebody wanted my notes off of this Bible study, Like both Matt and I have them on digits. So we could send the notes out. And we we plan on actually maybe putting together a website where you could download our notes and just look at the scribbles that are all over the (laughs) thing. As as I'm listening to Matt, I'm scribbling. Or as I'm reading, I'm scribbling. And um, yeah, so if you look at it, the first time is for me. The second time is how do I portray this out to somebody else? So I look at it more like a... Maybe like a pastor-ish type deal, as in like this isn't this is for me, but it's also for me to use, you know, back to the the devil and Jesus. This is for me to use against or for other people. So I have to know I have to know Scripture well, and was cool, right? So being a new dude, you're always trying to like I'm a I'm a person that if I do something, I go all in. You could ask the wife. It's like all or nothing. That's how, that's how I roll. So I'm all in on Jesus. So now I have to be all in on the Bible. And it was really cool that we were out with, um, our church family one day and somebody said, Oh, they called them John the baptizer. Cause my name is John. Right. And I wanted to <laughs> baptize my brother's, my brother's son. And we'll get in, maybe get in that a little bit later. <laughs> But um, yeah, so they they said, oh, they they'll call you John the Baptizer, like they called you, like they called him John the Baptizer. And the cool thing to me was, oddly enough, I knew exactly what chapter, and I could almost put him on the verse in my in my Bible too. Like that's how well I knew that. So that gave me like hope, as in, okay, that's something a friendly, like, as as we like to call it in the in the biz, that was a friendly interaction, right? But like, what if the enemy interaction is like, well, how do you know Jesus is real? Or what does he say about adultery? Or what does he say about divorce? Like, I know it's in Matthew. I know it's in Matthew 5 or 6 or 7. Like, I know all my answers are right there. And I know that now. And I could speak clearly on it. And if that doesn't work, the best thing is I have this podcast I can look back on. Or I could look back on my, my uh, notes on my iPad that goes my iPhone, and it's it's clear, it's concise, it's it's what I what I interpreted it as, and that's just how I do it. Does that
1: make sense? Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So do it for you, then do it for others. I like that. So I I do a very similar approach. Um, of course, the first thing I do is read it. Um, <laughs> in case you think that's not part of it, um, that's a big and, and I'm a. I'm not a uh, quick study of anything. Um, I have good study habits, but I don't learn things quickly. So I typically will read a chapter three or four times before I kind of understand um, the meaning, we'll say, uh, of that chapter. And I do I do some of what John's saying. Um, Of course, when you read something, I read it for myself. I'm reading it for for the knowledge that it has and the application that it has for me as a person. Because um, first and foremost, I, I, I guess in a selfish way, um, I'm trying to do what's right by God through me. Um, so, of course, I'm looking at that scripture for myself. Um, I have I have a little bit of a background in... Um, I went to Bible college for all of one year Uh, as a Bible study. It's a one year uh, certificate. So I went and did that just to see if there was going to be anything past the one year. Um, I wasn't called specifically into ministry. So I did that one year. Uh, I did take one class while I was there uh, about biblical interpretation. Uh, So I have a little bit of a different background when I'm actually dissecting scripture and trying to find the meaning of scripture. Uh, So if I'm I read it, first of all, like, how can I apply this to my life currently real time today? Um, and then when I try to understand, I try to understand what Jesus meant. What did he mean when he said those words to the people he was speaking to? So that's usually my second approach is, um, I mean, we, if you followed any of our Bible studies so far, you'll see a lot of times where like we're, we're talking myself and John about like, okay, when he said this in this parable, that makes no sense to us today because I don't understand what he means about putting new wine into old bottles because the bottles will break. Like, what does that even mean? But the, the people he was preaching to in that case, it was his disciples understood that immediately. So sometimes you have to dig into the meaning of the, the day of the time that Jesus was talking about it. So, in portions like that, um, with parables and prophecies, a lot of those times you have to kind of understand the, um, the, I guess the, the time that it was spoken. Um, so if, if it's passages like that, I'll, I'll dig into that and try and understand the, the sense of the message Um, and there's, there's multiple, multiple layers of that too. There's five of them, authority, qualification, communication, parallel and prophecy. And you take them in that order as to which ones are the, um, the most, uh, uh, applicable is the word I'm looking for. Um, so I always try and reference the Bible in that, that method as well. Um, for instance, there's some scriptures that are hard to understand. Um, we all know that the scripture was written with a theme in mind. Jesus had a reason for God, had a reason for the words being like in here. I mean, he, there's only so many chapters, books, and verses in here. Um, so, sometimes they're hard to understand, and I have a, a nice Bible that has cross-references. So, if it's a hard-to-understand Bible, I can look at those cross-references to, like, let's see, i got my Bible open to Matthew 12 still right now. So, Matthew 12, uh, let's go with verse 1, cross-reference to Mark 2, Luke 6, Deuteronomy 23. So, I can go to those other sections, read those other sections, and that might shine more light on what this one meant, because... The way Matthew writes is different than Luke, than Mark, than Deuteronomy. Like, they're completely different than, I guess that would be Moses. Um, so, sometimes I don't understand a, a passage. And that's that as we all don't, you know? So, cross referencing it helps me a lot, a whole lot. And then, of course, when that fails, I have, again, in my Bible, I have uh, commentary in the bottom of it. I read that. And then. Um, my next favorite thing to do, it's not really studying the Bible or taking notes, really, in this case, is uh, sermon audio. I'll go in there and I'll yeah. literally just type in Matthew 12, 1. Right. Sermon. And I'll listen, like, I listen to a lot of sermons just to better understand that pastor's uh, interpretation of that, that. And then the way I keep my notes... Um, I know john has his, his fancy fancy ipad here oh, oh man it's so fancy i have a so cool. i have my cool computer with my word document so i usually go through it for this we'll say for this uh, podcast for sakes of uh, time um i break it down into sections bite-sized sections that i can easily digest and like understand so like the first four verses might be a certain kind of topic that matthew's talking about So I'll take those and I'll give that a quick label. What does he mean here? And then a couple bullet points below that. And then I'll put the crossroads, especially when it ties back into the Old Testament, Old Testament uh, prophecies and stuff like that, so that I can understand the significance of the words. Um, So most of my notes currently are kept on a computer. That's just easier for me because my handwriting is so terrible that I can't go back and actually read my notes half the time. Um, Before that, like when I was in Bible college and for years after that, uh, I had a... uh, a notes Bible, every other page was blank. Um, so you could take that whole blank page and keep notes for the page next to it. Ooh. And that was pretty cool. Like that. Um, that was actually a, a lot of fun um, going to like Old Testament stuff. Uh, I took a class called Old Testament. So I had all my notes next to the, the actual verses that were my handwritten notes from going through the class. So that's that was a good one. And then um, as far as like highlighting, you were talking about like the TikTok videos and whatnot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I only use two different highlight colors. I use uh, yellow and blue. Um, yellow for me is something I I think is so significant that it needs to have more. And then just like I'm typing out or (laughs) taking my notes, typed out of everything I think is very important to me. And then very significant. Like I need to make sure I'm, I want to take special attention to this. I highlight in yellow and then anything that references to another scripture, especially like I was just saying with, uh, tying into Old Testament uh, prophecies and stuff, I highlight in blue. Um, So that's it. So it works out for me, especially as we're going through this and I'm trying to do everything in a very neat and clean order to be able to present it. Um, So that's, that's my method. It it seems, it it seems to keep me on track and it seems to make it where I can uh, recall information um, a little bit. And that's why like you've heard, if you've hopefully you've listened to it just more than this. um, I name things like silly names, Like like that helps me because I'm goofy like that. So if I name it something silly, like, magic is cool, but miracles are cooler, I'm always going to, okay, we're talking about yeah. that, in my mind, it's the third section of Matthew, just after the um, Sermon on the Mount. So it has to be chapters like 8, 9. So I know somewhere in there, I can get in there and start looking at, okay, Jesus is healing people using miracles. So I can easily use that as a reference point for my silliness. Yeah. So I think proper proper labeling, whatever makes sense to your brain, yeah, you know, helps and a lot.
0: So... A few things and we'll, we'll kinda end it on this, is that we just want you guys to like find your own thing. Uh, there's plenty of people out there that are gonna try to tell you like there is a right or wrong way. The right way is to read it and then apply it somehow. That's that's the right way. But uh, just like listening to Matt, you know, use your phone. There there's plenty of information out there. There's other people like if we don't tickle your fancy You know, there's there's plenty of other people out there who have great Bible studies and might go into something you like. Um, Get involved, get involved with your church, you know, find find your own Bible study. Like a physical Bible study is is going to be much greater than, you know, listening to us talking. This is more for the ride to work. You just read something. You want to see what we thought about it. But when you're like in a room with other people who you know love Jesus they're gonna like they're gonna have an opinion just like Matt and I have like different opinions on different things like we see it differently we the 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 end end result is the same right um, so getting involved is huge and then even bigger yet is teach so most of us are parents so Most of us are parents and we have little ones running around and they, they have questions, you know, be the leader in your house. If you're a man, like I, and this might not be popular, but like in a Christian home, the man is supposed to be the spiritual leader in the house. So learn it, then teach your kids. The best way to learn anything is by teaching. And then because you have to know the material so well that you could teach somebody else. And that that's why this for Matt and I, we spent three years as instructors. Like we understand how to dissect something, dissect the information and push it out to people so they can understand it. Hopefully. Right. But also this helps us learn. Like, it helps us keep, stay fresh. It, it challenges us, challenge yourself. Like every morning, wake up and find, like, think of something that you've been worried about or that you've been harboring or whatever. And then find three verses in the Bible that line up with that. And for the most part, a study Bible will put you there. That's like another big hit list is like, I would say a study Bible is one of the best things that you could purchase. Like a regular Bible is great, but a study Bible, somebody's already done the work for you. So just utilize it. Um, yeah. So
1: I think that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. That's pretty think, much it in a nutshell. I think, um, just one more thing to kind of add is some important reasons um, to study yourself personally, instead of taking what other people um, are presenting to you yeah. um, is truth. And I actually just false uh, prophets. Yeah. I was actually Googling on my phone. I'm not going to lie. This isn't just for me. Um, but the first one is some people claim or to they to possess like other, other knowledge. And we've seen that in, in all throughout history, um, false religions being started, cults and stuff. Like, oh. I, I have a special thing from God yeah, that Texas. no one else has. Yeah, Texas, one of them. <laughs> um, if it's not coming directly from the Word of God, then it's not truth, and ignore that guy. But you won't know it unless you're actually personally digging into the Word of Truth. And then uh, the other one I would, I would say is a big one is, um, what would you call it, cherry picking? Yeah. You see a lot of times, and I, I go back to this, I'd mentioned it in one of our previous podcasts, uh, some of this mega church mentality of we're on the prosperity gospel and stuff. If, if they're only taking certain things, highlighting those those certain things, and that's it, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, make sure that you're taking the scripture as a whole, not taking a verse out of context to suit the needs to of whatever. Um, and again, that goes back to understanding, reading the scripture as a whole, understanding it in context out of like for current application and what, what it was meant at the time, I think makes it a huge impact yep. and a huge difference in your daily walk really too.
0: And then fair warning on the, the church note would be like, if your church already has sermons planned out six to 10 months in advance,
1: that's a problem.
0: It happens. It's, that's... it's like literally like you could look up most of these mega churches and they'll tell you what they're going to talk about.
1: Well, so who's running that show? Um, someone above the local church, I won't get into that, but that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's these big like, hey, yeah. we're
0: gonna we're gonna focus on tithing this week. and I, every mega church is focusing on, yeah, tithing that week and and again, not hitting mega churches because however you get into God is is how you get into God. What we're saying is, understand the word so you can delineate or decipher like what is truth and what is not. Like, I have no fear going into my church that my pastor is not going to teach the Word because his main focus is that. Yeah. You know, we're we're going through—if you only see one or two scriptures being read every Sunday, you need to start—I'm I'm not telling you what to do, do your thing, but like, if that's what—you're saying for 45 minutes, the only thing he could find in his whole conversation was two scriptures on what he was talking about? Yeah. So whose opinion was it? Was it God's opinion or his opinion? So just, just be mindful. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I just, I, I really do think there's like, there's still things and, to be discovered. And if,
1: if someone's, uh, <laughs> wanted to super, super nerd out on, um, the blue book, the, the diving into how to interpret the Bible, you can Google hermeneutics. That's the, uh, the class—that's the name of the class—it's given for the the science and art of biblical interpretation, as defined by Bernard Ram. I still remember that from Bible college. I don't know why. That's it. <laughs> it's it's a really deep study, and I failed that class. Answer so, B. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to super nerd out, Google that, yeah. purchase a few books, and it gets super deep into it. There's a lot, a lot to it. Yeah. And in closing, just 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 read.
0: That's that's literally all. Like we said, 20 minutes of stuff. But in reality, all you have to do is read, pick a, pick a, I would pick a chapter or pick a book that you like, that you think is going to give you some kind of idea, like look up, you know, where in the, where in the Bible, these different things are, there's like prayer, there's songs, there's law, there's gospel, there's the ending, like there's all these different topics really that you could start with, pick something that you like and then run with it. I don't, I don't care how you do it start with a prayer, maybe put some background music in, dive into this bad Larry, let your kids see you do it. Don't do it when they go to bed. Let your kids see you do it because they then understand the importance of getting into the Bible. We are building a generation that is having a very hard time to figure out they want to be a boy or a girl. So we, you're in a tough time if you're a parent right now. I'm a parent, Matt's a parent, like We need to show them the right way. And the way to do it is lead by example and get them into the word. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving extravaganza. Explosion fireworks. Explosion fireworks. Fireball. Yep. All of those things. All those things. Excited to be here. Thanks. See you tomorrow.